see let me start recording yeah this morning i mean i i have some random calls today so i mean i look up the news and it's about um mark zuckerberg calls ar glasses one of the hardest te technical challenges of the decades so uh the news is um zdnet.com zdnet.com yeah so pretty much uh i want to summarize it it means that uh, you know facebook uh, mark zuckerberg wants to invent a supercomputer in a frame of glass and then it's really really hard because he even wants to detach the phone because you know like right now um apple is going to launch uh their um you, you know their, their there's uh ar glass and then pretty much i would say uh the the ar glass is really you know you need to attach to a phone so it's not really uh, I, I would say a an easy use stuff because you need to attach to your phone, right? But Facebook is pretty much want to invent something that detach to its own device. And then, yeah, and then um, I think uh, another uh, article says that uh, Facebook is going to create uh, explore smart glasses you can control from a glove. So they are going to create another like, you know, a controllable glove instead of you know like um, magic leap. You need to have uh, uh, you know like like a attached uh, hardware, and also you need I think you need two controllers, right? But right now, Facebook is going to integrate a, a glove, and uh, you know the deviceless um, AR glass. What do you think of this um, this news? Did you say a deviceless? Yeah. Excuse me, a device list. Oh, uh, no, no. I, uh, I, I mean, like, not really attached to any form or computer. Uh, it's okay. purely okay. AR glass. So the, the computation will be done on device, on face. Like, uh, yes. Um, you know, I, I don't know that I would be the right market for them. Um, I think I, I'm more in the space of less hardware and more experience. Um, so if gloves are you know, the, the stepping stone for them to get the gloveless experience, um, okay, great first step, but you know that the end goal should be, again, that lightweight, non-extraneous you know, hardware uh, experience. Um, but I think it's it's great that you're going to have to that they're pushing to do that computation on on device itself. So not having a fob, um, I think that's the way to go. So I'm I'm curious to see what they end up coming out with, and also the the experience of signing up for it. I think they've had some woes with Oculus and it needing a Facebook account, otherwise it'll be deactivated. Um, so I hope they they kind of switch their tune with that as well yeah and you know yeah and and you know like apple is about to launch i think an app which uh let user knows the data of you know certain app taken from somewhere else it's like checking out like their privacy and facebook was i i look up the news facebook doesn't like you know what apple is doing right now 
yeah so yeah so it might be very I, I think Facebook is probably trying to you know uh, occupy this AR VR space you see like they are so ambitious uh, when Apple is going to launch something and they are going to you know be you know you know like the the device double super, uh, superpower and then uh, lighter you know I, I, I think this is a hardware competition whoever gets the best hardware will get the majority of the audience and uh, I think a few months ago I read a report it seems like uh, there's a chart or data chart right now it seems like in real is probably people like people people think that Unreal right now is a pretty good uh, you know hardware device for AR glass but in the future you know in the future once Apple launched their AR glass you know they will dominate the, the the whole AR industry but I think Facebook is trying to you know because they own Oculus right so they are trying to you know uh, fight against Apple, which I feel really excited because when I saw the data a few months ago, it was um, once Apple launched their AR glass, um, you know, Apple AR glass, well, dominant the whole, whole, whole industry. But what if Facebook jump in, I think something maybe will happen, right? What do you think? Oh, yeah, uh, completely. You know, we saw where my mind goes is when, when the iPad first came out. Everyone thought, oh, this is just a glorified iPod touch that's, you know, bigger and that's, that's the only thing it has going for is this bigger touch screen. Um, but what it did was brought that tabular based experience to the masses. People were comfortable now with this sci-fi experience, right? I mean, it was Minority Report that we saw all this happening and, and you know, for us, us techie geeks, it's like, oh my gosh, we got to have that right now. But a lot of people weren't comfortable um, with that. And, and I guess what I'm trying to say is um, that there are always the, the people to, I think last show you mentioned, um, they're not the first to market, but what they do is, is kind of meditate uh, on the pulse. Yeah. And, and, really try to figure out the problem uh, yeah. and what it is. They are not, I, I would so say they I are not. They'll, they'll be able to bring uh, a sense of normalcy to AR and VR where it's not so weird anymore. Um, and they're also going to show people that it's not just the toy. Uh, they're also going to have the platform to be able to develop and uh, what do I want to say, Get, you know, bring those bring those applications um, to the device itself. Uh, Facebook does have their own marketplace and in their app store, I'm sure, but um, it's nothing like Apple or, or Google. Um, and so I think that, you know, when, when Apple comes out, they're like, okay, this is, this is real now. Um, and we're going to be able to see that uh, play out through them. Um, it's almost like we need approval from them in order for, for the world to be like, all right, this is a thing now. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I think Apple is not before Apple, before Jobs was still, you know, 
uh, uh, in Apple, right? Still alive, right? Um, everything Apple did was the first, right? For example, like iPod digitized the uh, uh, music and then first uh, personal <clears throat> um, computer and then uh, make the font or, you know, create a nice interface. Those Apple usually, you know, the Apple was the pioneer, but right now it seems like a, because um, they want to please the investor. So right now they they become really safe, right? They become, I would say, they are they, they are not looking for being the pioneer or being the first, but they are looking for to be the best. So whatever they launch, they want to, you know, just be amazing, just be 100% right, right? So before like Google Glass, Google Glass failed. Why? Because I think uh, a lot of people, they just said that, you know, in in the past, uh, like the, why the Google Glass fail? Because for example, right now, we always said that, oh, you need, need to launch fast, like Lean Startup, we need to launch fast and fail fast so we can learn uh, the experience from it and we get improvement. But uh, as for, you know, the Google, uh, Google Air Glass, the reason why is because it's a hardware. Once you launch, it's hard to update, right? Because it's hardware. So uh, hardware, you need to make it right or, you know, it will fail, people won't trust it and less people will use it. So you need to plan more before it launch. I think this probably like the, the spirit of Apple, they'd rather take a lot of years. You see, like they are not seeking for, you know, to keep like fast launch, right? Even though I know that um, Apple has already like start developing AR glass for a long, long time, but they just, you know, because right now I think COVID, you know, delayed the cheap, uh, the, you know, computer chips manufacturers. So uh, that's why uh, I think that's probably part of the reason that they need to postpone uh, the production and then, yeah, so extend it and uh, launch uh, 2022. So yeah, so I think this will be very interesting and more people get into the hardware, it means that the price will getting down and the quality will become better. So yeah, so I think this is great news and Facebook is going to jump into the AR glass. Yeah, since they have the previous uh, experience from Oculus Quest, I think they will yeah, there they will be a super big competition to Apple AR Glass. And do you have any news you want to share today? Um, I do. There was, let me pull it up here, an article that I saw um, about Sacramento, California, the mm -hmm. police department. They're using virtual reality training to improve policing and mm -hmm. to confront bias. Um, so the, the uh, subtext here reads, the technology will focus on de-escalation techniques, critical decision-making and peer intervention training as well. Um, and they go on to have pictures of, you know, the police in uniform with the VR headsets. It looks like a, a rift, um, no, excuse me, an index. Um, and also a, a fake firearm. Um, and to me, this is brilliant. Uh, I, I want to see more applications like this where we see a need um, 
police brutality is, is so, so much uh, in the news and so popular, and it's, it shouldn't be, right? We shouldn't have police brutality. We shouldn't have unlawful um, murders. You know, and it, it all starts with training. You know, as a human, we, we have these fear moments uh, where we fight or flight. Um, and a lot of the times you get so amped up, you know, in confrontation uh, and with the police force wanting to be the ones in control, taking control by any means necessary. And whether that's unlawful or, uh, or not. So to be able to go through the motions, to be able to control your emotions in a virtual reality setting, um, so you get that muscle memory, so you feel comfortable, so you feel seasoned uh, in a way to not, not react to the situation, but to respond to it. That's the type of application that I, I was so thankful to see come out of, uh, come out of VR so far. It's, that's going to have an impact. That's really going to help. Um, so it's not as exciting as, you know, another piece of hardware, um, but it's actually what they're really doing with the hardware that matters. So that was the, the article that I found that I wanted to share today. Uh, and you can find it on thegrio.com, T-H-E-G-R-I-O.com, and Sacramento using virtual reality training to improve policing and confront bias. Yeah, I think this is very, very interesting. I just opened uh, the, I just opened the news and I see that, yeah, like it, it, it's definitely like a really good uh, scenarios. For example, like a military, right? Um, um, I remember a few days ago, Microsoft just, you know, have like $21 billion deals uh, with American uh, military. So pretty much they want to, you know, train the soldiers in the virtual reality world. It can not only save the cost for, you know, creating the actual world, but also it can uh, reduce the injury. And also, you know, there, there will be some analytics uh, for, um, for training, you know, like for individual soldiers. So the soldiers, they can improve because if there's, you know, a data, and there's numbers and it means that you can see that and you can improve. So I think um, for firefighters, police and military and even uh, surgeons, right? Uh, because we don't want the doctors to operate, uh, you know, the patient directly, you know, on, on their body without prior practice. Uh, by using a lot of VR uh, training, doctors can pretty much be prepared in the virtual reality world. Um, um, yeah, before operating on the real passion. So I think this is uh, really, really uh, practical. And also uh, it's kind of like in a, in a way that I would say it's a need, not just entertainment, because a lot of people, when we talk about VR or AR, we think about Snapchat or VR games. But uh, this is uh, really helping uh, the world 
and uh, making, you know, helping the police officer and helping all the other, you know, um, people working in a dangerous environment. So I think this is, uh, yeah, what VR can do and what VR can make the world a really, really good uh, place for people working uh, in those dangerous industry. Yeah, what do you think? I think I want to see more of it happening. Um, you know, create computers are and software is to me uh hello oh, sorry. oh hello yeah 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 okay yeah yeah i, I was like yeah to me, computers are and software it's just a way to solve a problem um that's that's what it's there for and you you chain your tasks together to make workflows and your workflows to make applications and your applications to solve the problem um and you're right, you know, so much of it has just been, let's find the fun in it. Let's do another um, face more or a, a filter or, you know, whatever and send it to our friends and family. And that's so fun um, and it's a blast doing it. But that only gets you so far. Um, there's that whole other leg of, of the experience that is actually helping you solve the problem. And, you know, in many ways, those those faces and whatever may may put a smile on your face and uh, not having a smile on your face all day is it might be a problem. So that's that can definitely solve one. I didn't want to belittle it. Um, but you know, when it comes to firefighting techniques or surgery training, um, automotive training, uh, I, I know these things have already been talked about in the past. Um, and probably were the most immediate needs, especially, you know, pointing to a broken down engine and saying, hey, this is the part that needs to be fixed. It's right here. Um, and showing you an overlay of how to do it. And you can tap on that overlay to get instructions on, on how best to install it or, or to fix it. Um, yeah, things like that. I, I just want to see more of. Um, and what's cool is now that VR is getting super high fidelity, you know, these screens are 4K, 8K. You can have that deeper level of immersion where it really does look like someone far away holding a gun but in reality it's a cell phone that they're holding so how do you feel that uh how do you truly experience that feeling of oh my gosh i'm scared for my life but it's a mistake and how do you again respond accordingly instead of react and, and just you know murder them. Um, I, I really hope that more police forces uh, undergo this type of training. Um, I think it can be really, really powerful. Yeah, I think definitely what you say is, I, I, I totally agree. Yeah, so um, VR can not only help us to, you know, to, to feel more and experience more, but it also can, you know, uh, that us to you know prevent a lot of dangers or that us to practice before going to the actual place or help us to you know prevent a lot of uh, unnecessary injuries. So yeah, so I think um, VR and uh, right now I think as for device, um, I think we all need some you know the device which is a little lighter, right? Um, because it's 
miserable or like you know you need to wear the headset for 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 the whole day imagine that it might be too heavy and also i would say uh the interesting thing is that um i don't know whether i mentioned i think i mentioned long time ago when i wear because i'm an asian girl right um when i wear htc vibe i feel much comfortable than when i wear oculus quest because htc vibe was you know, developed in Taiwan, right? Or, you know, in Asia, or it's owned by an Asian company. And Oculus Quest is more like, I would say, more American companies. So I remember first time when I wear HTC Vive, I feel like, wow, this is amazing. I feel like so comfortable. Everything just fit perfectly. Like in the demo room, the demo Zoom in us GDC a long time ago. And then when I wear um, Oculus um, in, I, I think it's a um, VRLA or something, you know, some 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 other exports. Uh, um, my headset just keep falling off. So yeah, so I think maybe we need to adjust because I know the majority of developers are guys. So maybe the facial structure is different, and also maybe create some different molds for different races or people because my face is a little flat <laughs> not you know not as other you know other people like they have like big nose right they can kind of hold on the headset so i just um i don't know i wish that um, the developers they can be aware or like when product designer they can be aware of different types of humans face Right. So maybe for girls, they can make a headset smaller or for Asian, for me, yeah, maybe can make it a little, you know, flat or, you know, like the, 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 the shape, maybe a little different. So it can stay on my face for longer. Yeah. So what, what, what do you think? Did you have any problems about wearing all those headsets? Not entirely. Um, you know, I, I have pretty average. Well, no, I guess my head is a little smaller than most. I wear like a, a size seven um, in a fitted cap. But, you know, I'm 5'10, 5 5'11, 5 and um, maybe 145, the athletic build. And I didn't have an issue with it falling off my head or anything. But um, what I found was my my high cheekbones allowed for light leaks to come in. So it didn't like securely, or it didn't totally encompass my vision um, for the HTC U5. But the Valve Index uh, ended up being the best fit for myself. So going back to um, your question, the um, I think it's going to be a really interesting design challenge because, you know, from a business, you don't want to have with such an expensive piece of hardware, a small, medium and large version. That's a lot of overhead. Uh, you know, if you have a quote unquote one size fits most and then have add ons like the um, a, a cushier padding for the nose bridge for this type of facial feature set. Um, or maybe a, a wider version, or, or you know, some ways to customize the fit. Um, that certainly helps the experience, but it's it's really really difficult 
right? I think the biggest thing right now is the weight. Um, that, that to me is the domino that'll, the first domino that'll kind of like bring the rest of the problems down with them is if you get it light enough, you're not gonna, not gonna really notice it too much. It's, it's like a pair of glasses, right? Some of them are super lightweight and some of them are chunky, but they're, they're, none of them are so heavy that you feel fatigued. Um, and so I don't know when we're gonna arrive at that meeting, but I think it's gonna take a lot more research in it. Reminds me of when the new um, AirPods came out. They had, Apple had a, a trailer about how they designed them. And what they did was look at, I think 30,000 ear types and they modeled, you know, maybe 10,000 of them um, and understood, okay, here's the different types of AirPods that we have, the hardware. And they placed them in and then tried all these experimentations. I think it's going to take a, a design studio like that. Um, so, so, yes, excuse me, uh, in order to help solve the problem of how do we design around kids to parents to elderly to you know uh, your your facial type versus my facial type um so i i don't know that there's an answer just yet other than we need to do some more design research and, and uh, make it less weighty yeah you are right i think yeah it's probably too expensive for for the company to design like according to different shape like different styles it might you know, it might cost too much money and yeah, but I think what you say, I totally agree is like, you know, maybe some add-ons to help uh, you to customize it. For example, I probably need to buy, you know, the, the nose sh shell so I can, you know, so I can hold on that heavy, heavy headset. Because um, I think before when I wear uh, Oculus Rift, I couldn't really see anything clearly just because of I couldn't really hold on that headset. So that headset is usually falling off a little bit. So that's why the vision was pretty blurry. I have to guess. It's like, you know, it's like you are sitting in the car and outside is like raining really heavily. So that's how I see uh, Oculus Rift. Yeah, and the, the head strap is, I think the headset is too big for me. So even though I make it really small, it's still like, you know, not really uh, stable. It just keep falling off. So yeah, so that's, I think uh, uh, putting some add-ons and reduce the weight can really, that can definitely uh, helps or yeah, like uh, user experience uh, for, yeah. Cause I know they probably find the most genetic face and start molding and start creating, but there are a lot of people's faces, not that types of, uh, you know, general face so yeah so if um you know facebook or apple they can uh focus on those then i think the user experience probably can be much better yeah cool yeah so any stuff you want to uh add on stefan um no no i think uh i think we're just about at time right now um it's great talking with you and uh here in the daily news. Yeah, right. I, I feel like this routine is really good because it's kind of like make me wake up a little earlier. And I mean, even though I wake up super early, but I read the news and then I start thinking about it because before when I read the news, I just 
read the news and I don't feel any, you know, thoughts connection. But when I talk about it and when I think about it, especially talking with you and then it kind of like, you know, uh, for example, I haven't thought of Aidan stuff. I just, before I was like, oh, why Facebook or like Oculus can create some small version, right? Some small assets. But yeah, you are right because it's too expensive to create um, you know, a model. So I think add-on is a really, really good idea. Yeah, cool. Thank you for um, yeah, joining us today. And uh, yeah, and I will see you tomorrow, right? So Monday to Friday. So we have two days rest. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a, that's a great cool. Awesome. Right, so Monday. yeah, bye-bye and see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Okay, thank you for joining us. And uh, yeah, um, if you have any feedback, just that, let us know if, or if you want to join or if you want any um, uh, Clubhouse invitation, just uh, message me and I will try to give you one. Okay, thank you so much and see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.